Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to OEM Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy-duty on- and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with Ryan Mantheri, project manager for Shell's Starship 2.0 project, about technologies utilized in the latest Starship truck and how they can help achieve fuel efficiency improvements for heavy-duty trucks. Let's take a listen now. So maybe just to sort of start the conversation, if you could maybe provide an overview of the Starship program itself and kind of what prompted it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so so Starship is, is a hyper-fuel efficient class A truck, right? Um, mm-hmm. That was first initiated back in, in 2018. And it was intended to be a, uh, a material demonstration of how the industry could work together to kind of drive reductions in energy usage and CO2 emissions. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Starship 2.0 is an evolution of that program, uh, and it continues the same conversation, right? Uh, and it's a conversation that we think is still very much relevant to, to today. Um, if you look at uh, the transport sector as a whole, it accounts for roughly 35% of global energy usage. Uh, and if you start to unpack that, you find that um, road, you know, on-road freight transport sector is responsible for about a third of that total. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with the new carbon emission regulations that are on the horizon, it means that the the absolute emissions from road freight will need to decline by almost sixty percent by by twenty fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's a more than eighty percent reduction in uh, emission intensity mm-hmm. from that sector in less than 30 years. Okay, so the transport sector is going to need to be a major focus area if we're gonna have any chance of meeting these emission abatement targets. Mm. So where that puts us in the context of Starship is we see solutions like Starship as as one of the many ways in which we can kind of uh, work with the industry to mobilize to meet this challenge. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then um, could you maybe talk about some of the new technologies that were utilized in the Starship 2.0 truck and how those technologies um, help to achieve fuel efficiency improvements? Yeah, so so the the technologies featured on on Starship 2.0 help us maximize on freight ton efficiency. It's kind of the guiding principle behind or the foundation of the entire design, right? and this is basically the truck's ability to carry the maximum amount of payload uh, using the smallest amount of energy per goods shifted, right? And these technologies that we have featured on the truck are in effect enablers of freight ton efficiency and fuel economy. And they help us achieve um, what we call these four key desirables, right? At the end of the day, um, everything on the truck is, is purpose-driven. So 
the technologies work to a or work for an intended purpose. Like, for example, the, these four key desirables I talk about. Uh, these are things like reducing the trucks, reducing all these opposing forces on the truck. These are things like uh, aerodynamic drag, um, rolling resistance, the 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 base weight of the truck. Uh, an example of this would be like uh, Starship's aerodynamic efficiency. Uh, if you look at the aero pack in it on its own, um, we have uh, a very aerodynamic, a very lightweight aerodynamic carbon fiber cap. Now that unique design is intended to basically improve or reduce the aerodynamic drag on the truck, but it works in unison with other uh, components like uh, the automated gap sealer, which are these panels that fit at the back of the cab and extend to the trailer. So there's typically a gap in there, and that's meant to close that so that you streamline the airflow from the front of the truck all the way to the back. So along the sides of the trailer, we have these full-length side skirts, and then right at the back, we have the bow tail. So when the idea is when this entire package is working in harmony, you get this net benefit of uh, a, a reduction in, in, in aerodynamic drag. And that's a that's a direct correlation with a fuel economy improvement, right? So there's a there's definitely a benefit there. Um, and we've seen it in, 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 in the run, and I'll talk you through some of the results as well. Um, another key piece or component to this is, you know, I talked about reducing rolling resistance. Um, we're utilizing low rolling resistance ties across Starship's tractor and trailer. So these are specially formulated um, tread compounds that are more resistant to heat generation. Um, they're designed basically to minimize tide deflection. So they reduce the energy loss. Um, in, in terms of the, you know, the truck's base weight, um, you know, because I mentioned at the beginning, our objective here is to go as heavy as possible. Uh, and one of the ways to do that is through a technique called light weighting. So, you know, in that situation, what we do is we, we basically try and strip as much of the, the base weight of the, of the componentry that's on the truck so that it allows us to go heavier with the payload. Um, and to that extent, we've utilized, on Starship specifically, we've utilized uh, an international LT, uh, LT chassis that features um, a uh, Minotaur Fuel Light 6x2 configuration. So um, that gives us, uh, you know, this fuel economy benefit of anywhere in the range of 2.5%. So I'm just giving you examples of different, you know. So that, that's one piece of it because, you know, as you go down, uh, as you work your way you know, from, from bumper to trailer, you'll see a lot of these technologies included in different stages. So we've got, I mean, if if one of the deliverables is reducing uh, the opposing forces, the second one would be uh, improving the tank to wheel efficiency of the truck. Uh, so that basically talks about the heart of it, which is the, uh, the optimized powertrain. So in Starship, we have a next generation Cummins 2020 X15 engine, and it's paired with Eaton's endurance transmission. Um, and that gives us that uh, fuel economy improvement with the added benefit of the reduced greenhouse gas emissions. And, and if you look at Starship's mission statement, that's, that's kind of the two boxes we're looking to take as well. Um, another key component of the design, and which is central to, or, or serves as the lifeblood of, of the actual hardware, is the use of low viscosity fuel efficient lubricants, right? And that's used utilized throughout the powertrain. 
Um, in the engine itself, we have Shell's Rotella T6 Ultra 5W30. And in the transmission, we have Shell's Spyrex S6 GME 75W80. So now these oils basically serve a key function in reducing the internal friction in the system. Uh, and that's an, you know, a, a demonstrated fuel economy bump as well. Uh, we've seen in anywhere in the region of 2% and more. Um, we also have technologies on the truck that offset some of the load or the, on the engine itself. Um, you would have noticed on the trailer, we have a 5,000 watt solar array. Um, and this is primarily there to, to utilize uh, the solar energy to kind of power some of the auxiliary systems on the truck. Um, that would otherwise be done by the engine itself. Um, and then, you know, finally, there's the human element, right? Um, there's the driver, who's very central to the story, who's a key component of the entire process. So the truck, it was very important to us that when we designed the truck, it be driver-centric. Uh, so we, you know, safety features are top of mind, and we've included a lot of in-cab devices that kind of promote uh, operational efficiency. So they, they, they encourage a steady driving style uh, by helping the driver's behavior in terms of like avoiding variability, things like unnecessary braking and acceleration. Um, I could get into the details of that, but there, there's so many systems in the truck. I'm, I'm happy to expand on it if you have any specific questions, but I try to touch on some of the more, uh, you know, visible uh, features on the truck that, you know, you'd be familiar with. Mm -hmm. Great. I appreciate that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, can you maybe talk about um, now the the recent um, drives that this Starship 2.0 uh, took to evaluate its fuel efficiency? Um, why did you guys do two different types of driving routes? And what were you guys maybe kind of looking for or trying to evaluate during with these two different travel routes? Yeah. Uh, so, so the first, so the first one, there's the main demonstration, right? That was, yeah. that was the the coast to coast run from San Diego, California to Jacksonville, Florida, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, in and that happened in May this year. This was a 2,300 mile run, uh, the exact same route that we that we we did with Starship One back in 2018. Okay. Uh, and that the purpose of that was to get a apples to apples comparison. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted to to clearly demonstrate the step change improvement in performance from Starship yeah. 2 to Starship 1, you know, see. Um, and, and that would help us basically illustrate the point, you know, we're looking at technologies today. Everything right. that's on Starship is off the shelf, it's currently available. Uh, and we wanted to show the difference between, you know, oh, well, the evolution of those technologies. Um, so, you know, we did that with Starship 2.0. We ran fully laden with about, it was 23 and a half tons of sustainable reef. So the, it was a gross uh, vehicle weight of about 39 and a half tons, okay. right? Um, and we achieved about, we achieved a, a freight ton efficiency of 254 ton miles per gallon. So that's a staggering number because it's, it's three and a half times 
better than the North American average, which is around 74 ton miles per gallon. Okay. Uh, in addition to that, we started to achieve a fuel economy of 10.8 miles per gallon on its coast to coast run. So it's also a significant improvement if you compare it to the North American average, which is around 6.6. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then critically in terms of emission reductions, what, what was uh, really interesting was when we did the calculations and basically if you had to take every truck in the US, if every truck in the US, let's say all 2 million of them mm-hmm. could, re- could reach a, a fuel economy and freight ton efficiency performance that we did with Starship 2.0 that would effectively mean a 71% reduction in CO2 emissions across the entire U.S. trucking fleet. So, so that's kind of the game changer here. It's, it's what, that's what you, we were able to achieve with what's available today now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that first drive was really, if, if you call it the aspirational run, mm-hmm. uh, where we wanted to show what was possible, then the second drive, the second run that we did, um, this, is, this one was, was aimed more at simulating the average payload duty cycles that fleet owners you know, operate with today. Mm-hmm. And the reason behind that is because we recognize that not many trucks are able to run today fully laden all the time. Right. So we wanted to make this uh, a more, um, we wanted to make the demonstration resonate with, with the average trucker that's out there today to, say, to show, look, if, even if, you, if you're not able to load your truck up, as, as heavy as we did with Starship. Adopting the design or the engineering approach that we did, specking your truck out the way we did, it still has a significant impact in terms of the results you get, right? Especially mm-hmm. in terms of fuel economy and total cost of ownership. Right. So on the second modified regional run, which we did up in North Carolina, um, we, we basically achieved, or well, we ran with a, with a typical payload of, we think an industry typical payload of about 17 and a half tons. Mm-hmm. So a gross, a gross combined vehicle weight of about 30, 32, 33 tons over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on that Starship 2.0 uh, had a fuel economy or achieved a fuel economy of 12 miles per gallon okay. uh, and a freight ton efficiency of 210 miles per gallon. So again, if you, if you put it in context of the average that's out there for the U.S., trucking fleet, which is 6.6, it's, a, it's, it's, double, it's almost double that. Mm-hmm. So again, another staggering number uh, in terms of fuel economy improvement. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what insights can a project like Starship provide for the heavy-duty trucking industry or manufacturers working within the industry? I, I think there's a couple of takeaways here. Um, the first is, this was really a demonstration in the art of the possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one. Uh, what can be achieved through cross-industry collaboration uh, and a focus on st- sustainability and how mm-hmm. we can work together to kind of significantly reduce energy usage and CO2 emissions within the commercial transport sector. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think we have to be conscious of where a solution like Starship fits in the, in the sector's energy transition, right? In that whole journey. Um, there's a lot of work being done in, uh, on alternate clean technologies, right? right. Things like hydrogen and electric. Uh, and there's, they will definitely go a long way in mm. terms of helping us meet the challenge. Mm. But that time to materiality 
for materiality for for the introduction of these these technologies. Um, that's still even even the infrastructure needed to support them. That's still a ways off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that it needs time to come along, and mm-hmm. in the interim, we need to find solutions that help move the needle closer. Right. Mm-hmm. So the so Starship, like I mentioned before, it utilizes technologies off the shelf today. They can be mm-hmm. these are um, these are components that can be adopted now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing stopping a fleet owner operator from going out and modifying or specking the truck in the way we did. Mm-hmm. Um, and the benefits are there to be had. I think that was one of the key outcomes or you know, positive things that came out of the, the demonstration was that we showed the fuel economy benefit, we showed the freight ton efficiency benefit, and we showed the net gain in terms of total cost of ownership. Right. So mm-hmm. how can you move more using less? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think those were the main takeaways. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So maybe what lessons has Shell itself learned or taken away from this project and how might that benefit any future development efforts for the company? Um, I, th- I think I think projects like Starship help drive the conversation in the industry. We're always looking... Um, and ways to kind of support the sector in its journey towards a carbon neutral future, right? Um, mm. I think what I found most encouraging about uh, our interaction throughout the project with these different stakeholders is that, you know, they're impassioned to kind of support initiatives like Starship. Mm. Um, so, so in the process of building Starship, we actually ended up cultivating a very strong network of, of fleet owners and OEMs and subject matter experts who I think going forward, you know, will help us kind of develop future programs. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think in terms overall, in terms of the program overall, um, a lot of a lot of good learnings and takeaways uh, that we can carry forward in the next mm-hmm. phase, whatever that may be. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that actually kind of leads into my uh, next question: is kind of what, if anything, is next for? the Starship program and, or, or is, is there kind of a future for this? Is this something you guys will keep working on or? Yeah, um, uh, it's an evolving space, right? We're, we're mm-hmm. coming off the back of a very successful demonstration run. And then there's the uh, the showcase of Starship 2.0 that happened at ACT uh, mm-hmm. Expo last month. So there's been a lot of interest that's been generated from from different parties about the different directions that we could take the project in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's kind of an ongoing discussion at the moment, but okay. I think it'd be a bit premature for me to kind of comment on it mm-hmm. now. But I, you can expect to probably hear more uh, on this in 2022. Uh, okay. Probably give us time to kind of figure out mm-hmm. what's the right path going forward. Right. Okay. Well, we look forward to hearing more when you guys are able to talk about it. (laughs) Thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me today and go into the project. No problem. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to Ryan for providing his insights into the Starship project and what lessons it can offer to the trucking industry. And be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry.